the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in, we'll chat, and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Good morning, and welcome in to Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Facebook is getting ready to come public in about 52 minutes. This is the day of Facebook. This is a day where you will be buying, as the general public, what insiders will be selling. For every buyer, there will be a seller. Some of them will be Mark Zuckerberg shares that are seven years old that he got at five cents on the dollar. Some of them will be Goldman Sachs shares that they oversubscribed to the IPO. So it's your day to take the risk from the people who've made the money. So the Facebook IPO day is finally here. They're pricing 421 million shares. In 31 days, that'll be almost double at a million shares. In 90 plus days, it'll be almost double at two million. It's going to price at $38. We don't know what the first trade's going to be. We don't know what it looks like. We know that there's a lot of different plays on Facebook. We know that in the back part of the 1990s and early 2000s, companies like Goldman Sachs would do horrible things to companies like Facebook, where they would get the shares from the insiders, and then they would short the shares. And the person that would end up buying it, because the insiders had already sold it to Goldman Sachs, would be you. If we go back 10, 15 years, the only IPO that I wish I would have got is the one and only Google. So now you're going to have to be a grown adult and say, do you want a piece of this? We all know what Facebook does, or at least I think we do. We know the basic concept. It's a soul-sucking, insidious, time-waster Basically checking up on past girlfriends to see how fat they got. Some use it as a dating site. Some just post pictures of their children and expect you to be happy to see them. I know that it's a massive invasion of privacy to me, and thus I use it for business only. It's based out of Menlo Park, $3.7 billion in revenue. When it comes to social networking, it's wise to put up your best face forward i.e. Facebook. It's a social networking juggernaut. It lets users share information, post photos and videos, play games, otherwise connect. Your business model's pretty slick if you think about it. Companies like Match.com, companies like Yelp, 
they could take any online business and fold it into their own business model. And what would be interesting about that is when it cost them a lot of money. If you were to close your eyes today and look at the numbers on Apple, if you were to look at the numbers of LinkedIn, if you were to look at the numbers of Facebook, and you were to just take the ticker symbol off all three, you would probably like Facebook. You'd probably like Apple a lot more than you like Facebook. You'd probably like LinkedIn a lot more than you like Facebook. Keep in mind, Google, you would also like Google much more than you like Facebook. Facebook has slowing growth in the United States. They're going to have a tough time getting ARPU higher. They've got something incredibly unique in the fact that they sell ads. And it's kind of cool because they could look at my age and then could go to you know Colgate Palmolive and say, you want to sell some, some Tide or some... Laundry detergent, he's 18 years old, he's getting ready to go to college. Your ads on his Facebook page might make some sense because he's finally going to have to do his own laundry. Mom's not going to help him. I know you're saying you're older than 18. Let me fantasize. My perfume that I got coming out this fall is called uh, Forever 19. My my cologne that I got coming out is called Husky. <laughs> Couldn't be called Musk, but that's disgusting. So Facebook is an advertising company. Apple is a units company. How many screens can they sell? LinkedIn is a little bit of advertising, but a lot more uh, business model tied towards getting jobs. Google is a search company. They all have three different business, four different business models there, of which Facebook sells ads. And you've seen General Motors this week pull out of Facebook and say, you know what, it's not working for us. So don't be in love with the stock when it comes public somewhere between 38 and 45. First trade, maybe 60, 90, 100, 200. According to a USA Today poll, people will pay up to $200 a share for it. Recently, we've seen weakness in Apple shares. Institutions are attributing that to people raising money so they can buy Facebook. Again, if you were to close your eyes and look at these companies, I guarantee you Facebook is last one you would go for. And we'll talk about it this hour. Firm was launched in 2004 by Harvard student Mark Zuckerberg. Online version of the Harvard Facebook. The name comes from books of freshmen's faces, majors, and hometowns that they were distributed to students. In 2012, Facebook filed papers for what's expected to be today's largest IPO in U.S. history. Big time. There's going to be some stocks that benefit from Facebook today. Let me give you some ideas like LinkedIn. It didn't bring anywhere near 420 million shares to the market, and the stock doubled on its trading debut. LinkedIn's float right now is 60 million. This is a lot of shares. Now, again, a lot of people are going to want it. I don't love that the new shares Facebook is issuing are coming from Goldman Sachs, which is now selling as much as 50% of its stake, up from 23%. Smart money is getting out of it. If the steel price is at the high end of the range, the company could start with a market cap of over $100 billion, up to $115 billion. Google had an IPO valuation of $25 billion. Currently has a market cap of $205 billion. So there's other companies that are going to play off Facebook. Rinren, there's some R-E-N-N. It's the Facebook of China. It's platform enables its users to connect and communicate with each other. Stock is off to a monster start in 2012, up 76%. It's got a market cap of $2.3 billion, which is far less 
than the market cap of what Facebook's IPO is going to yield. KPASA, ticker symbol QPSA. It's a sympathy play, more or less the Spanish-language Facebook. The social media tech company's Latin American platform, KPASA, a North American platform, my yearbook, enables users to meet people through social games and apps. There's going to be friend-finding networks, ticker symbol FFN. The internet and tech company providing services in social networking and web-based video sharing. It's a company called Zag. Zag doesn't own a social networking site, but it's a strong derivative play off the social networking boom. Company designs, manufactures protective coverings. Facebook has got to really figure out mobile, and so far no one has really figured out mobile advertising. That's the future. If I were Apple right now, I'd be working on a, a Facebook version for their phones. Not the computers. Screw the computers. It's all about the phones. So Facebook does nothing unless people buy phones and get protective coverings, of which Zag is pretty high end on. A company called Skull Candy. Social networking websites and the hardware and the equipment for mobile devices are all tied together. Skull Candy is a company that does headphones. They sell audio accessories to retailers throughout the United States. Skull Candy makes iPhone cases, iPhone docks, iPod cases, iPod docks. They make clothing bags, backpacks. It's flat for the year, but it's a play on some of the accessories we get for the cell phones. Yelp is definitely going to be a play because people are going to start looking at Facebook and comparing what they do. LinkedIn is going to be a play. Zing is going to be a play. Um, there's others, you know, SkyMobi, Groupon, Ringo. I think they're all things that you want to consider. So... The IPO is coming up in about 44 minutes. We'll talk about it. I'll give you as much background on it as I can. I think if you're going to buy it, you're going to probably want to buy it. I'll tell you how you're going to want to buy it right after this break. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial on AM 1220. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Facebook's IPO is going to be the story of the day. Some think this is a seminal moment in history. I think that's a little bit goofy, but I'll go with it. Facebook's future, in my opinion, is going to really rely on China. If you were just listening to the commercial break, Bloomberg Minute, which starts a minute before I do, and it's worth listening to, it's one of our best content fillers that we have at the station, said their future depends on on China. They're saturated in the United States. they got no place left to go, as Richard Gere once said in an officer and gentleman. I got no place left to go. So Facebook's engaged in building products to create utility for users, developers, and advertisers. Some people believe that it's a fad. If you take a look at their cash, their revenue, since 2007, 153 million, 2008, 272 million, 2009, 770 million, 2010, 1.9 billion, 2011, 3.7 billion. 
if you take a look at their profits, income before tax or income after tax, let's do income after tax. They lost $138 million in 2007. They lost $56 million in 2008. They made $229 million in 2009. Tripled that to $606 million in 2010. And did not triple it going forward when they made $1 billion in 2011. This is a company that's going to have a lot of sellers. So a lot of rich people are going to be selling their shares to you. If you want to buy it, here's how I suggest you buy it. You buy a little bit of it today. Or better yet, you buy a little bit of it later in the summer. Greece is not going to go away. Europe is not going to go away. We will continue to have this problem for a while. There will be bad days on the market. There will be down action on the market. Where people who own Facebook may have to sell their shares, especially if they bought them on margin. So there's a frenzy going on. And the number one thing that I have to teach you again is everyone's made money so far but you. So you have to beware the Facebook IPO. I'm in the business where I can't lose money. When you manage other people's money, when you give advice on other people's money, they don't want you to lose. You don't necessarily have to win, but you can't lose. There's a strategy to investing called dollar cost averaging, where you basically buy every two weeks with your 401k, 403b, 457. Those are qualified retirement products that can, you know, Fund your retirement with your cash goes into those. You pick stocks and or mutual funds or ETFs. So Facebook opens for trading today. And it's four times bigger than Google. At likely a post-IPO market value of $100 billion, the company is saying that every person with a Facebook page is worth about $100. In 2011, each Facebook user generated $4. That's a lot of ad revenue to generate just to get to the post-IPO valuation. Facebook's ad revenue actually fell in the first quarter of 2012 from the fourth quarter of 2011. Now, I know that they got tricks up their sleeve. No company comes public without knowing the first 90 days that they're going to be announcing some cool stuff. So they're going to try to increase those numbers. You know, at a likely post-IPO market cap of $100 billion is what we're all looking at. Facebook updated their S1 offering on Wednesday. All the headlines have gone to increase the size of the offering, including the option to sell more shares, what's known as a green shoe. So they're going to be selling more shares. They're going to be up to $484 million million shares by the end of the day. They changed the lockup offering. It's going to be 31 days instead of the typical 180 days. So Facebook has an unusually short lockup period. 31 and 91 days, and that's going to double the float twice. So there's going to be a billion shares out there, and those billion will become two billion. And you need a lot of people buying that. Now, again, there will be some companies that automatically have to buy it, like the Standard & Poor's 500. If Facebook ever gets added to the Dow Jones Industrial Average, the NASDAQ 100, you know, you can go out and buy an exchange-traded fund or index based just on that. So I'm not trying to talk you out of it. I'm trying to say it's expensive. And today I would rather buy shares of Apple than buy shares of Facebook. You know, we're counting on a guy who wears a hoodie. Keep in mind I'm wearing a hoodie right now in honor of Mark Zuckerberg. We're counting on him to come up with, you know, a lot of revenue growth. When we're at a time where 
I know people under 30 who won't have a Facebook page. People are a little bit more hesitant about what they put up. It's got a very full valuation compared to companies like Apple. I own shares of Apple. Facebook debut passes General Motors. It's the second largest in U.S. history, excluding the so-called over-allotments, which let underwriters buy more shares at a later date. General Motors raised $15.8 billion in November 2010 before expanding the sale to $18.1 billion. Facebook's public debut coincides with intensifying U.S. market turmoil. We know Europe is slowing down. We know that GDP growth in the United States is 2.5%, give or take. Not glorious. You know, yesterday I saw HP announce they're cutting 7% of their workforce. And again, remember, they're an advertising company. Could they at some point in time start charging, you know, revenue to send messages to your friends? Sure they could. So the offering clearly eclipses the 2004 IPO of Google, one of Facebook's chief competitors for online advertising. Google raised $1.9 billion in its initial share sale. Facebook allocated about 15% of the shares to retail investors. So you had an E-Trade account. They did say, hey, if you want to try to get a couple hundred shares, try. I know some people that did get a couple hundred shares of the offering. But Facebook's still very largely, revenue-wise, tied towards the desktop. They need to get to mobile phones. That's going to put pressure on company executives to articulate a mobile strategy. Facebook has said it would add mobile advertising along with new ads to reach users when they log into the company's website. They still faced hurdles. General Motors, the world's biggest automaker by vehicles sold, said that they're halting display ads on Facebook while maintaining brand promotion pages. So General Motors gets Facebook's users to still see their product but they're just not paying for it. It's like, I've got a web page there called I Hate Rob Black. It worries me about the pressures that, you know, down the road, Facebook's going to generate. I would expect today's going to be very volatile. I would expect the stock to jump around. Jump, 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 up, jump down, jump all around. What was that song? Ah, good God, it was the two little kids. Anyway, um, I know you're saying you're talking about late 80s hip-hop. I am. I am. Uh, so Facebook, there's going to be a lot of pressure on them. Today's going to be volatile. I think there might be a chance for you to get it lower price in the first 31 days, in the first 91 days. Long term, could I be wrong? Sure. It could start a March day from 43 to 400. Do you miss that train? Sure. Will there be opportunities to get back in? Yes. I'm not telling you what to do because I don't know you. I'm in the business of risk management. Not necessarily glorious, glorious upside. AM 1220, KDOW. Welcome back in. It's clearly Facebook day. Trying to give as much information on the company as I can so that you have a way of valuing what's important. First trade is set to go off at $38 a share. I think we all know that demand will push that higher. But where does it go from there? Why are insiders selling? Every company that comes public doesn't have to come public. There are things called private companies. With that said, I own a couple of private companies, and I wouldn't want the scrutiny of becoming a public company. I want to keep my information my information. 
Now, if I wanted to raise capital, if I wanted to diversify my wealth, I would consider it. I think you get the, the basic concept there. So the fear here is, is that the people who are selling are pretty well-known insiders. And his, history teaches us something about this. You as an s- investor always want inside information. It's legal, but you want it. If you know that, that company XYZ is going to blow out their numbers and someone who works at company XYZ tells you that, you might say, hey, sugar booger, I'm going to put $1,000 down on XYZ. I got inside information. We're going to go to Vegas. White trash to vacation Vegas, yes or no? Yes. White trash to vacation in Mexico? Nope. As long as it's not Puerto Vallarta. So insiders are selling aggressively. It's a question retail investors should be asking themselves now that the stock dumping amongst Facebook insiders has reached a level that can only be described as Groupon-esque. Just how much certain Facebook insiders are selling, we know. With additional sales planned this week, early investors are now selling more Facebook stock and pocketing more money from the offering than the social network itself. It's similar to what happened during the several early funding rounds at Groupon, where stock is now trading far below its IPO price and insiders were dumping on a regular basis. Facebook is much more profitable at this point than Groupon, which posted a massive net loss in 2011. Yet, the frenzied demand for Facebook, which has driven its share price to a level where the stock is priced to perfection, savvy insiders are selling. A large body of research has shown that insiders time their sales of company stock better than retail investors. And that may sound obvious, but it's worth repeating given the investing pedigree of those who are selling their Facebook shares today. The people who are selling include an angel investor, Peter Thiel, venture capital firm, Excel Partners, Goldman Sachs, Tiger Global Management. It's a who-who of savvy tech investors. They're all basically saying, you know what? We've made our money. We're out. We don't have to wait 30, 60, 90 days to see how the company is doing. We're not going to take the risk of it becoming the next Google. We're out. There was a time when angel investors and VC firms would sell only a small part of their stakes when startups and the portfolios conducted a blowout IPO. That signaled to professional money managers buying IPO shares that they had enough confidence in the company to keep their skin in the game. Which, by the way, we have to compliment the capital markets here. Only in America would you see a company like Facebook, seven, eight years old, raise enough money each and every year to continue to stay in business from venture capital, from wealthy investors, to the point that it can develop a multi-billion dollar profit and go public. Congratulations to the capital markets. You try to do that in France, good luck to you. So investors in social media companies have thrown that playbook out the window and instead they're selling as much as they can, as fast as they can. Facebook has been publicly traded for probably two years now in the secondary markets. Not publicly traded, but the secondary markets where some insiders were willing to give you shares. Investment bubbles from Dutch tulips to dot-com properties don't pop until sellers can't find buyers. Given that Facebook raised both the size and the price of its offering, insiders who want to sell have found no shortage of takers. But the decision by so many Facebook insiders to sell their respective stakes 
it's telling you, it's a, it's a bearish sign. In the spring of 2000, the Wall Street Journal ran a front-page story describing how an investment club composed mostly of grandmothers in the Midwest had decided to move their money from conservative investments into tech stocks, hoping to get a piece of those outsized returns. The biggest loser today, the biggest loser today is going to be the average person. Because the insiders are going to make their money. The trading platforms are going to make their money. So huge valuations being bestowed on this company. You know, the journal ran a story this week about a high school investing club that was looking to buy Facebook IPO shares with some convinced the stock was guaranteed to make money. That's pretty similar to the grandmas who were buying in 2000. I'm not saying it can't go higher, and I'm not saying don't buy it. I'm saying if you do buy shares, scale into it and know that it's probably the riskiest money that you can make, money that you can put on the table. Some of the early investors in Facebook are, you know, like I said, a who's who, including Bono. So, uh, again, if you were to put side-by-side Facebook, Apple, Google, and LinkedIn, LinkedIn would be the growth stock that you would pick. Apple would be the value stock, and Google would be the growth stock if you were to take the names off all the companies. But the question is, can those guys get as much of an audience as, as, play, uh, as much as Facebook can? You know, I live in Silicon Valley and I love it. I look at Facebook as an insidious, soul-sapping, dehumanizing waste of time. I think it's a great, you know, communication tool. But I try to get on it as little as possible. I don't want to look up ex-girlfriends. I don't want to look up ex-friends. I'm done with that. $100 billion valuation on a company that allows me to tell supposed friends that I just got back from vacation. My circle of friends is like three or four. China is the key to success, as well as mobile is the key to success for Facebook. And so far, they're not really showing that they can do that. It's worthy of noting. Revenue growth has slowed from 186% three years ago down to 154% two years ago, down to 88% this year. Expected by the end of this year, 45%. Income growth has gone from up 294% to up 70% to down 2% expected by the end of the year. They have no long-term debt. Monthly active users has grown from 360 to 608 million. That's up 69% from 608 million to 845. That's up 39%. And by the end of March 31st, 2012, 901 million up 33%. Those are slowing metrics. If it cost of revenue was up 74% year over year, although the percentage of revenue basis, that's down 23% from 25% in 2010. Yeah, at some point in time, they could probably take their foot off the gas pedal, slow their growth, make a lot of money, become a dividend-paying stock. But I don't think that's what people are expecting. If you're looking for fundamentals and you have a longer-term time horizon, it makes sense to avoid the frenzy. Recall that LinkedIn, which generated a ton of buzz before its IPO, opened far above its IPO price. It was extremely volatile during the first day of trading. High of 123, low of 80. But then over the coming weeks, it went down as low as 60 when the hype was let off. Google, on their IPO, they never had the hype let off. 
Facebook has seen very strong growth in terms of mobile user growth, which is good news. However, in their latest S1 filings and on Wall Street, you look at stocks a couple ways. You look at material information because they're publicly traded on an annual basis, a 10K, on a quarterly basis, a 10Q, and on a uh, between quarters, an S filing. So revenue growth rates and margins likely to take a hit, they've said. The reason for this, the number of mobile users is growing faster than the number of ads. With Facebook's traditional online advertising business slowing, its success in monetizing mobile is key for the investors. So we continue to talk all about Facebook. They'll be publicly traded probably in about 15 minutes. It will be one of the biggest stories of the year. It may be a seminal moment in history that we look back on. It's four times bigger than Google. And people want it. Like I said, a high school investment club wants it. I think a high school investment club is a very, very bad idea, by the way. If you're using fake money, that's okay. We're going to have a tough summer in Greece and Italy and Spain. And I think that's going to be the story that may hurt Facebook. Today, Moody's downgraded 16 Spanish banks. Capital is fleeing Greece ahead of another round of elections scheduled for next month which are unlikely to solve anything other than possibly confirming that they're they're done in the European zone. In the United States, politicians are dither over the fact that a Facebook founder chooses to no longer live in the country and give them large sums of legally earned money. Instead, politicians are upset that J.P. Morgan lost a lot of their shareholders' money, and some of them, like Obama, owns shares of J.P. Morgan. So... I think this summer, and again, all the tax breaks from the Bush tax cuts to the Obama tax breaks, they're going to expire at the end of this year, and there could be some bad news down the road. Am I trying to talk you out of it? Absolutely not. Is this a great American success story? Absolutely. One analyst has called it a $43 stock in 12 months from now. Keep in mind, some analysts have called Apple a $1,000 stock 12 months from now. Recently, Apple's gone from $650 a share down to $540 a share. Is that your time to get in? Or is now the time to you know, jump on the train called Facebook? I wish I had an answer for you. If you're going to speculate and do it, you scale into it. You buy a little bit now, and if it goes up, you've made money. If it goes down, you get a better price, and you've averaged into it. I'm not going to talk some people out of it. I know that. Admit it. There goes the last DJ Who plays what he wants to play And says what he wants to say hey, hey. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. It's the last DJ, very similar to what MTV did to music. Will Facebook do to advertising? I just heard during the Bloomberg Minute a pretty smart opinion. If you're looking for instant gratification, good luck. But over the next three to five years, you'll probably be rewarded in Facebook. Not all stocks will last forever. Sony was once a dominant company in the 90s. Digital was a dominant company. Sun Microsystems was a dominant company. Cisco was a dominant company. So shorting Facebook... 
may be the right thing to do, but I wouldn't do it. People bought pet rocks in the 1990s. Shorting the Facebook IPO on its first day, not for the faint of heart, as the hottest IPO in recent memory, Facebook has drawn 1990s-style tech mania interest from mom-and-pop investors and big institutions. Shorting a stock means you buy it low. Well, you, se- you sell it now, essentially, and you buy it later. Short sellers looking to get in are facing an uphill battle because so many people want this. The stock's going to be hard to borrow. A prime broker at one of the top underwriters of the IPO said the firm will not be lending shares at least until the initial settlement in three business days. But there's some people out there who are already ready to short it. Some hedge funds remember the heady days, the tech bubble in the late 1990s have been sensing the blood in the water. You've seen companies like Groupden, LinkedIn, Zynga all be potential great shorts. This is about as bubbly as you can get when your mom calls you up and asks if you can get shares of an IPO. It's going to be an extremely successful IPO. The world's going to be talking about it you know, across the board. This is a company that changed the world on a lot of levels. You know, it's, it's, I don't think it's as structured as a fad. I think it's structured as a piece of infrastructure. There's nothing that could, you know, be faddishly about it or to replace it anytime soon. So I do think there's an opportunity in the next three to five years. I'm not going to go any further out than that. I've said, if you want to buy it, you're going to have to scale into the position. 901 million active users, 526 million daily users, 488 monthly users. How difficult would it be for all of those people to move all their photos and all their relationships from Facebook to another platform? In comparison, what Google's put out there for social networking is a joke. It's number two, but it's still a joke. The world historically was a world of villages and small towns and a village you hear everyone's business and that's kind of what this is it's interesting that exactly that moment the moment where the most popular software ever invented for communication is one that creates that over the backyard fence quality on of the small town facebook makes things so much easier if you want to stay in touch with people i tend to find that any relationship that i've left behind was because of some reason that i left behind is still true you know, two years ago, my, my college buddy, his wife reached out to me. I remember the last time I hung out with him was a New Year's Eve, and he was just a miserable dude. His wife was miserable. They fought all night. They ruined New Year's Eve for so many people. And I was like, you know, those kind of people I don't need in my life. So I left him 10, 15 years ago. His wife reaches out. She's like, John wants to talk to you. I'm like, if John wants to talk to me, get off your butt. Don't do it through Facebook. With roughly 80% of Facebook's monthly users located outside the United States and Canada, it's no huge surprise that Facebook is responsible for sparking the uprisings in the Middle East at the beginning of 2011, which started in Tunisia after a man selling fruits and vegetables set himself on fire in a market. He had been humiliated when police demanded him to hand over his cart for not having a permit. His personal revolt started protests in Tunisia, Egypt, Libya, Syria, and Yemen. Not Lemon, Yemen. Facebook is a gigantic player in the Arab Spring. Keep in mind that they recently announced at Facebook, hey, if you want to be an organ donor, sign on up. And hundreds of thousands did. So on a lot of levels, it has changed 
you know, social interactions in, in life itself. Today we got the markets waiting for this IPO. This is a market that's excitable. You as an investor, when it comes to buying or selling Facebook, you need to really understand, is it for you? Because not all things have to be for you. You can sometimes pass and another train comes by. I've already talked about how there will be some some plays that are tied to Facebook that are not Facebook. LinkedIn, Renren, Sina, Kpasa. Sina is the Chinese Facebook. Kpasa is the Latin America Facebook. Renren, Chinese Facebook. LinkedIn is for professionals. I'm using LinkedIn more and more. I still don't use it enough. But if I had to choose one of the two, I'd stay with LinkedIn. Of course, some other companies that are in the world of social media, Groupon, Yelp, Angie's List, all could have plays today. Let me give out some of the tickers on this. LinkedIn, LNKD, Renren, R-E-N-N, Sina, S-I-N-A, K-P-S-A, Q-P-S-A, Groupon, G-R-P-N, Yelp, Y-E-L-P, Angie's List, A-N-G-I. Then you get into like the online gaming and social music, Pandora, P, NetEase, N-T-E-S, Zynga, Z-N-G-A. In the world of search, you got Google, G-O-O-G, Yuku, Y-O-K-U, A-O-L, A-O-L, Yandex, Y-N-D-X. There's a company called Demand Media, DMD. These are all are starting to will be compared to Facebook. So if Facebook comes out with a price sales ratio of 20, and you look at Groupon and say their price sales ratio is 10, you look at Lincoln and you see their price sales ratio is 5, and you look at Google and see their price sales ratio is 3, you can see who's the cheapest. Mobile users of Facebook have grown 69% year-to-year, hitting $488 million. User growth is good news. The not-so-good news is that Facebook has been pretty clear that monetizing this group of mobile users is tough. They've warned that growth in mobile may negatively affect the company's revenue and results. I told you I was looking at my phone the other day, looking at some sports scores. And uh, a mobile ad for The Dictator kept coming up, and it, it was ruining my experience. I was just trying to get a giant score. And The Dictator, Sasha Baron Cohen disgustingly funny kept coming up again and again and again and again anyway know that investing is about comparing and if you want to pick up shares one analyst is coming out today saying 48 to 50 dollars 12 month price target saying the company's revolutionized the way people interact with each other am 1220 kdow You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome into Facebook Friday. Blast from the past. Facebook IPO reminds us of 2000. It's going to be getting trading any minute now. The moment it comes out with its first trade, I will let you know. I recently saw in Europe it's trading around 70 to $80 a share, which basically means, depending on what type of order you put in, you may be paying a lot more for it than you think. 
Facebook is set for its debut after the IPO sealed a $104 billion valuation. All the media outlets are excited by this. We're waiting for it to go unchanged to what will it be trading at. Keep in mind, if you've put a market order in or a limit order, you may be paying a lot more for it than you think. Circuit breakers may halt Facebook's after $16 billion IPO opens. We really don't know. Predicting the next five years is going to be incredibly difficult. Looking into 2017, let's say they've got $10 billion in earnings. That's not crazy. They'd have a $300 billion market cap. That's not crazy. After typical noisy months following IPO, Facebook shares could rise steadily. But it's going to be volatile in the first couple of months. A lot of people are expecting to make instant gratification. There will be a lot to look at on discretionary funds between Google and Apple. Facebook is basically the entire internet on one website, a lot of people think. It's like scrubbed clean internet. Super Bowl ads don't even bother driving viewers to a company website, but rather to a company's Facebook page. Once on Facebook, if a customer likes a product, then he, the company can continue to engage, converse, and promote other products. The history of the world, the Web 2.0 is, is out there now. Keep in mind, in the 90s, we had Excite, we had Yahoo, we had Lycos, we had a lot of portals, and none of them really survived. So predicting technology is going to be brutal. I think technology needs to be predicted on the concept of mobile, because more and more people are going mobile, and I think people would rather give up their guns than give up their mobile phones. Shorting Facebook is going to be tough to do. There's We bought pet rocks in the 1990s. You need to be very cautious on any sort of short-term bet that you make on this. Facebook's opening price is expected to be $42 million with 65 million shares trading out of the gate any moment now. It looks to 8.15 Eastern Time, 11.15 Eastern Time, 8.15 Western Time. Looks like when we're going to see the uh, IPO. There's a huge demand. Facebook's $140 billion valuation is worth roughly 186 MySpaces, a couple Yahoos, five Twitters, and 10 AOLs. Keep in mind, in the 90s, AOL was Facebook. Things do change. But they are pretty embedded. Mark Zuckerberg's going to have access to billions of dollars. You can see a lot more strategic deals by Facebook following the acquisition of Instagram. If you thought Instagram deal was big when first announced in April, the value just got bigger. With Facebook's huge valuation based on its pricing, it's... They're bigger than most companies in America. They're huge. Writing the Facebook hoopla of a 20-year-old coder, coder who had the attention of Peter Thiel and Chris Saka, that's Mark Zuckerberg. He turned 28 this week. He's going to be the 29th richest person in the world. Happy Friday to him. Right? So continuing to look at some of the, the data... None of it really jumps out as you have to own the stock. If you want to, you scale into it. You don't place a bet unless you're a placing bet kind of guy who's going to try to get in and get out. 
Stocks expected to open up in about three minutes. It's already been delayed from top of the hour to five past the hour to where it is today. They're talking about circuit breakers potentially slowing down trading. Stocks that rise or fall 10% or more within five minutes. They're paused across all 13 equity exchanges. Given the interest in the stock, it's going to be pretty volatile today. Fortunes are going to be made and lost. Keep in mind, most insiders are selling shares, and that's typically a very, very bad sign, which basically means the insiders have made money, and they're selling to you who hasn't made money. In 2017, if it had a market, if it was priced at $150 a share, I think that's great. But you're going to have to hold this one for a while. Shares of Google and Apple, they're dealing in the same space that that Facebook is, mobile. Facebook is roughly 83 million mobile users. Growth in Facebook through mobile products where their ability to monetize is unproven, they said. So we continue to wait and watch. I so badly want to like see that first trade. Hopefully we're not on a commercial break when it hits that because that would be my kind of luck. Ticker symbol is going to be FB. Other news today, Yahoo's selling some, uh, five, uh, selling 20% of the Alibaba deal, which is kind of like the Chinese Yahoo. Let's see if we got it yet. Still don't have it. Oh, it's killing me. So kind of anxious. Let's see if I can't pull it up one more time. I'm not even seeing pricing on it, which is pretty uh, odd. I think if you buy a company like this, the best way to do it is to scale in and know that it's the riskiest stock. People like myself and Ray Lucia, we're in the business of not losing money for people. So it's a tough deal to get. It's a tough deal for professionals to say, I get it. If you were to look at LinkedIn, Apple, and Google, just the, the quant numbers, just the fundamentals, just the margins, just the profits, just the price to earnings, price to sales, price to debt. Across the board, you would probably rather own Apple as a value stock, Google as a potential growth stock, Microsoft as a growth and income stock, LinkedIn as a growth stock. Because the extreme nature of people wanting to own Facebook, it's going to be massively overpriced. Now, keep in mind, companies tend to know this when they're coming public, and they tend to do their very, very best to, to line up press releases that they're going to be issuing in the first 30 days, 90 days. The lockup period for Facebook is shorter than most lockup periods where insiders get to sell more shares. Uh, TD Ameritrade's trade architect just went down, which is pretty funny. Maybe not funny to you, but pretty funny to me. When a lot of people are logging out of their TD Ameritrade account trying to do a trade, it's not working. Because everyone's logging out of their TD Ameritrade account. A black diamond slope, probably not the best place to learn to start snowboarding. If you're looking to try out investing for the first time, Facebook might be a black diamond slope. Buddy slopes are not the most exciting, but that's where you can rock and roll. Starting there can prevent a whole lot of pain. Facebook might be a household name, but the company is only eight years old, and because the shares are being sold as an IPO, there's very little information on how it's going to trade. IPOs are amongst the most volatile stocks to available investors. 
given all the media attention piling in on Facebook, it might seem like a perfect option for investors. The company has a gigantic base of users. But the investors are leaving the stock. They've got a very limited trading history. Investors can usually eyeball a stock's past trading to get a general idea of how, it's, how volatile it's going to be. They've got a limited operating history. They've got an over-concentration of portfolio in a fledgling industry. Let's see if we got it yet. It's going to start trading any moment now. It's interesting, like I said, that TD Ameritrade went down at a time when a lot of Ameritrade clients are trying to probably log on and see what it is. U2's Bono will make more on Facebook IPO than his 30-year music history. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Zuckerberg was in Menlo Park last night. Today he's in New York, bringing the opening bell for Facebook. NASDAQ is experiencing a delay. They've been testing their systems all week long to make sure that they're ready for it. TD Ameritrade website goes down. This is unprecedented as far as a deal goes. They're set to debut $104 billion value. There's a very good chance that stock will hit circuit breakers. Keep in mind when you're looking at a company like when you're looking at any company, you should be honest with yourself and understand that 85% of all IPOs underperform the S&P 500 in the first year, in large part because they're public offerings. And the U.S. market works on a capital market basis where you can start investing in some of these companies as private investors, as venture capitalists. And later you can get your return on your investment when it's sold to the public. That's not necessarily a good thing in that first year because a lot of insiders are selling and it's a lot like fish swimming upriver versus downriver. It's tough to go against the crowds. The shares outstanding are going to be about $450 million. Then they're going to double to about $1 billion, And then they're going to double again to about $2 billion in about 90 days from now. So if you buy one share today, when they double, your one share is actually worth half of what you thought it was. And when they double again, it's actually worth a quarter. I am not trying to talk anyone out of this IPO. I'm trying to get people to understand what they're buying into. If you're going to blindfold yourself, a lot of people have been selling Apple recently, probably in large part to have funds ready so they can buy shares of Facebook. People are looking for the next hot thing. I still own my shares of Apple. Will I buy Facebook? I probably will in my lifetime. Will I buy it today? I probably won't, but I'm not going to say that for certain. Well, actually, I can tell you for certain I won't because I talked about it. So Facebook is experiencing delay coming public. It is Facebook Friday, no work till Monday. It's a stock that we continue to look at. I find Facebook to be insidious, soul-sapping, dehumanizing, waste-of-time website. I don't look at the ads. I don't know about any of the ads. I don't put any personal information about myself up. I put some of my business information up. Got a hundred billion dollar valuation as a company plus. Yeah, I do see. Do, do I see them doing a deal with Netflix where you could watch movies? I do see things like that. I do see some really cool potential where you could watch TV with a friend and both be talking about it. I'm not that social, so I got a little bit of a problem with it. 
I think as far as IPOs go, it would have been a great IPO two years ago when their their metrics were still blow, blowing away in the United States. But they're a pretty mature company now. Their growth in the United States is about saturated. It's uh, The company has raised $16 million for itself as, and its early investors. It was the third largest IPO in U.S. history behind the $19.7 billion raised by Visa and the $18.1 billion raised by General Motors. The overall $38 price puts Zuckerberg's net worth at about $19.1 billion. Other large Facebook shareholders are also rolling in the dough. Dustin Moskovitz, he helped Zuckerberg start the company. He's worth about $5.1 billion. Eduardo Saverin, he relocated recently to tax-friendly Singapore. He's worth probably $1.4 billion. Bono from YouTube. He's going to be the richest rocker on the planet. Back in 2009, the musician smartly bought 2.3% stake of Facebook for $90 million through his company, Elevation Partners. The current richest musician is Paul McCartney at $1.05 billion. Bono is said to make close to $1.5 billion today. Bono had a net worth of about $900 million thanks to 30 years with U2. Today, he's going to make $1.5 billion thanks to two years with Facebook. He showed no signs of slowing down. U2's been recording a new album. So there's a lot of ways to make money. The insiders make the most of it. What's next for Facebook? They're going to have to figure out how to come out with new product that the average revenue per user, ARPU, continues to grow. Right now, they pay about $100 for user. They get about a buck six in return. So they need to get that ARPU higher on a quarter-to-quarter, year-to-year basis regularly. Like I said earlier, Facebook's worth 186 MySpaces. MySpace used to be Facebook. They're worth a couple Yahoos. They're worth five Twitters. They're worth 10 AOLs. NASDAQ publicly traded company, it's down 2% because they can't seem to pull off the technology to get Facebook launched. It's expected that Facebook's going to open at $42 a share. It's been bounced between 43 45 here and there. Stern McGee has a buy rating on Facebook with a $46 target over the next 12 months. He thinks they could have potentially gone higher given the demand that they're seeing. The average Facebook estimate for this year is $5.07 billion in revenue and $0.59 cents in gap earnings per share. That'd be 37% of revenue and 36% earnings per share growth. It's pretty good. We do not discount here. We just try to report the facts. Trying to keep you up to date on what's working and what's not working. Don't feel pressure to own something. Be cautious. Be intelligent. Don't chase. I think if you do try to buy a Facebook on the first day, you're going to very much so need to scale into it. Scaling into it means that you've got a diversified portfolio, but you've got a little cash around. So you buy a little bit today, a little bit tomorrow, or a little bit next quarter, a little bit next year. You don't have to get it all in now. Wall Street Journal headline is saying that Facebook traders are experiencing problems changing and canceling Facebook orders. Off plays on Facebook this morning, there's plenty of them. There's companies like Zynga, which does Facebook games. There's LinkedIn, which is professional networking, which has more diversified revenue model. Facebook is heavily reliant on advertising, 
Apple heavily reliant on sales of physical glass units of, you know, screens. Google on search. Groupon, Yelp, Angie's List, Kpasa. It's Latin America. It's the Latin Facebook. Pandora. They're losing a lot of money. But they're all in play today. Google. Yelp, Sina, NetEase, United Online, all in play today based on this one big momentous day for Facebook. Let's see if we got it yet. Still unchanged on the screen. It's being delayed 30 plus minutes. NASDAQ says it's experiencing a delay. So, like I said, NASDAQ publicly traded company is starting to become an embarrassment for the day. They can't handle the orders. They, they thought they could. They can't. TD Ameritrade, they went down today. There's news out there about Yahoo announcing a bigger iPhone. I can't say that really lives up to the news of Facebook today. Zuckerberg's richer than the Google founders, Larry Page and Serge Bren. They say that Zuckerberg doesn't think about his wealth. He sold 30 million shares for $1.15 billion during the offering. Most of the proceeds will be used to pay taxes associated with exercising 60 million stock options. I'm actually signing off for the day here. The last 30 minutes are going to be best of. Ray Lucia is in studio today at 9, and I have to make way for him. You listen to Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. Find me at Twitter, Rob Black Show. Find me at YouTube, Rob Black Show. Have a good day. Take care. Talk to you soon. AM 1220. All the details. The information is free with no obligation. And if you decide to try Moving Target's social media service, we'll pay you $100 cash. Go to movingtargets.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.